You're listening to the Don't Being Crazy Podcast. Welcome back to the Dumb Being Crazy Podcast. It's your host with the most, Noah. And I'm here with my co-host, Tamia. This episode, we're going to be talking about the trip that we took to London and Scotland. And so with that, Tamia, let's get into it and take it away. Yes, we shall. Also, disclaimer, this is from our point of view. We're not pointing fingers. We're not viewing hatred. It's just a story that has happened in our life from our perspective. So take it as you will. That's right. So this was back when we took the trip to London. We went in the end of October, right? Yeah, towards the end. And yeah, towards the end of October, I flew out of Boston with a couple of our other friends and we had a three hour layover in Iceland. Then from Iceland, we flew over to London in the airport, which was like another four hours, three hours, something like that. But yeah, we got there. We hopped on the train, took the train into a part of London. Then from the train station, we walked in the rain from the train station all the way to our Airbnb. And when we got there, guess who we met? Tamiya, because she was there a full day in advance. Yeah, I was there like two days, two days before you guys. Yeah, I had, I actually, I got lucky with my flight. So I flew from San Francisco all the way to England. And I, I was lucky because I, I think I had, it was, I think it was a direct flight and it was a pretty cheap flight. And I was flying uh, Virgin and those, it was, it was the best thing ever. There was like literally nobody on the plane. So I got a whole entire row by myself, which was awesome. And then I have to say that arriving in London definitely was the first time that I ever had jet lag. The first day and a half, it was bad. I, I was, like, exhausted. I remember we got there, and it was me and our other the other group of our friends, and I was like, I wanted to just go and see everything, and everyone was like, kind of exhausted, and I was like, I don't want to waste any time. I want to go get fish and chips. I want to go to a pub. I want to go party. I want to go take the, the tube. I want to go see everything. And no one wanted to go except Tamiya. So we went and we explored the first full day of me being there. And we went on the tube, and we went to go see the the London Eye, right? No, uh... Yeah, well, no, it was all... All of that stuff was right... We saw Big Ben and the London Eye. Big Ben, the London Eye, exactly, yeah. I was trying, that's what I was trying to think of, Big Ben. And, uh, yeah, we saw Big Ben, the London Eye, then we saw a, a Churchill statue in that square, all these old buildings and telephone booths and double-decker buses, uh, big cabs, and I don't know, it was just, like, such a different shock from what I was used to. Everything was just so old and, like, proper and just, like, I don't know, it was just different, and I loved every second of it. Yeah, we went to, like, Piccadilly Circus and... Like, I, I suppose that's their their version of, like, you know, Times Square in New York. And um, it was awesome. Also, like, when I decided to go out, you know, the, the, the two other ones joined us, uh, like, for a quick bite to eat. And then we pretty much went back, back inside to go to sleep. And it was, like, the perfect time for photo shoots, videos. The lighting was just fantastic. And as some of you know, London is, per like, unpredictable with the weather. So we had perfect weather and like this insane amount of golden light and everything just looked great. And we'd 
we had fun just riding on those double decker buses and messing around in the in the phone booth and taking like little videos and stuff. It was awesome. The first day, yeah, it, it was it was cool too because I was getting kind of like kind of bored by myself. So like, oh, you know, wait for these guys and. I don't want to do too much because you know I want to make sure that I'm able to do it with some of them. And, and it and actually turned out that Noah was like the only one who wanted to do all the stuff that I wanted to do for the most part. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and that's that's a great thing too. Like you actually chose the smarter option because that usually doesn't you're usually not as exhausted if you if you just power through it uh, and then like you get accustomed to the time switch and everything. So smart on your art to just keep keep going even if you i was tired. up for like 24 hours then we got to london with the time change and then we just went out and explored for the the day then i think we went partying that like that same night didn't we yeah that's pretty i was really exhausted the flight was just a lot it was like eight plus hours of flying and all that and uh yeah i just i think the reason i powered through is because i just was so excited to see london and see what it had to offer and yeah i think the first day we didn't go to, well, I didn't go to bed until like 3 a.m. or something like that in the air, or in the hostel that we were staying in. And it actually turned out that Noah and I were the only ones who did like any of the stuff that was on the list. Because um, one member in our group had already been to London. So they were like, oh yeah, I've already been, I've seen all the attractions, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then the other person was a similar way. They were like, I haven't been here, but I'm not like passionate about it. So Noah and I were like, all right, well, it's, it's a city. Like there's so many things. It's massive. There, There's no way you, well, what do you mean? Like there's so much I to know, do. It's like, even if you've been, you know, like with anywhere traveling wise, you'll never be able to see everything within that one trip unless you're like living there for like a year or something just because you saw one section doesn't mean you saw this section or saw this section or you know what i mean it's just like i don't know how they weren't passionate it's just so fun to see the difference in culture and just all this and yeah that oh man that frustrated me so much when they said yeah i'm not really passionate about it i'm like what do you mean you're not passionate about it you're the one that wanted to come to the trip so like don't drag me and tamia down when you guys are all you guys want to do is go to a coffee shop and get food the whole time, just sit in parks and not walk around and see anything. And yeah, they're just annoyed at us that we were seeing stuff. It's like, well, you guys are sleeping the whole day away and we wanted to go do stuff. And it's like, how can you be mad at us for wanting to experience something that, we, that we'll probably never get to see again unless we make a trip designated to it? You know what I mean? It's just so frustrating. Right. And it, and it also wasn't our idea for the trip either. It was one of the other members' idea for the trip. And we were just like, oh, okay. Because we wanted to go see one of the other friends, uh, Ollie, who we had, our, like, how we how we met him in Iceland for the first time. So we pretty much wanted to go to, you know, his country and see that and, and, and meet up with him. And, uh, yeah, it was just one of those really just weird, weird things where, like, you know how sometimes if you make up your mind before you're in the situation, like... You're like, oh, this isn't going to be very good. This isn't going to be fun. Then your mind automatically does that for you. That's kind of what it seemed like. It seemed like the peop some of the people all in advance were already like, oh, this isn't going to be that great of a trip. And it wasn't because their mindset wasn't wasn't there, you know? And so then it's like the the energy of the group is just, it's lower and it's harder to, to, to do things that are fun. I know, they like definitely brought down the energy and made it seem like, the whole trip was a waste because they weren't interested in, in into it. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't, it's just frustrating. But I'm glad that we said, yeah. 
screw it and just went on our own thing and did and saw our own stuff because I don't think if we stuck with them, we would have seen much. Yeah, and that, that was the other thing that was really fun. Um, so actually, you know what? It may have been the first night. It may have been the first or the second night. Um, well, actually, I'm now that I think about it, I think it was the first night because I remember you kept saying you wanted to party. And we ended up partying and, and, and everything. And the next day, I ended up sick. Like, I was sick the rest of the trip. I also got Noah sick. But his was, like, a couple days later because he wanted to grab my water bottle in the middle of the night because he was thirsty and started drinking it. <laughs> I was like, what the I hell, I was man? dying over there. The yeah. air is so much thinner over, over in London. I was suffocating. I needed to drink something. Then it was, to me, as infested, sick water. She did it on purpose. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like, the hostel we stayed at was, it was okay. I think, more than anything, the best part of the hostel was meeting new people and that it was a party hostel. The rooms were, like, really tight and small and eh. Same thing with the bathroom and the showers, but it was one of those hostels where... You go to it and they're, they like whole entire hostel, doesn't matter who's working, goes out every night. And some of the people that were working for this hostel um, were like from America. They were doing like gap years and man, why didn't I think of this when I was your age? Like, this is so cool. Like you're living in another country and working like that's fabulous. You forgot to say that our hostel was uh, David Bowie themed and we had David Bowie pictures all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that was a little odd. But I, I know like he's from there, but it was still really odd to have. Yeah, like all the pretty much all the famous people famous musicians from london were were up on every wall like every room like the Beatles room you know led zeppelin like stuff like that which was really weird but okay yeah and we were like david bowie also i had no idea that david bowie had two different colored eyes i i noticed that when when um when i got when i looked really close to all the pictures i was like oh that is so cool it had a blue eye and a brown eye Oh, and then, yeah, so the first night we get there, everyone checks in their stuff, and after Noah and I had saw, like, Big Ben and all that, we found out that the hostel was, like, throwing a rager and all this stuff, so we, like, went in, and everyone's drinking, they're like, oh, yeah, we're cooking meals for everybody, come hang out, and then after we're done, like, pre-gaming, we're actually all gonna go out to Soho and go to this club that has three floors, and even though I was, like, eh, kind of tired, I was like, I'm I'm definitely going to that. That's pretty wild. It was awesome. Each floor had its own different vibe, you know. The first floor was just like a bar and a little, I don't know, a standing area. Second floor, another bar. Third floor with a bar and like live music going. Then the fourth floor is the roof, which is like the smoking section. And um, each, well, so each floor had like different music playing, which was really funny. Um, I just remember it being like hip hop, you know, EDM stuff, and then like the live music. And they were soccer fans. There were also people there watching a soccer game on like the second floor. So you could stand at the bar. Football. Football. Um, so you could stand at the first floor and pretty much look up and you could see like all the way up until like the second. I think it was the second or third floor. And um, and that was it was really cool. Each. Yeah. Each floor had a its own music. Uh, own lights, everything. It was so, so crazy. The other thing, like, we got wild at this place. Like, we got crazy. So, 
I remember I went in first thing I first thing I try to order usually is like a vodka tonic, which I call a middle aged white woman. So they didn't have any of that. Like they couldn't find the ingredients. So I was like, all right, just give me Jaeger. So then I just started drinking Jaeger the rest of the night. And their shots were like so small. So I was like, hey, can I have another one? Hey, can I have another one? And um, yeah, and then it just started, it started getting wilder and wilder. And we kept running into like the people from our hostel. And then they'd be like, hey, check this person out. And then once the live music started, we were on the dance floor until they were like, all right, we're done. And um just go we were just going off coming in and out like smoking and smoking cigarettes bumming cigarettes like we met uh yeah we met like a lot of texas people we met so many freaking people from so many different places yeah and and i met this guy at the bar him and his girlfriend bought us both a round of you know remember you remember those guys the dude and his girlfriend yeah, i remember i remember because she she's talking to me and she goes my name is flossy and i was no it's not stop it she's like yeah it's flossy i was like like you're in t-pain music video okay and um and then she told me like that was like that was her first date with the guy that she was with and and it was so funny she was telling me about how her mom was gonna name her all these things and she's like i don't mean any any like bad things about this but my mom was gonna name me this name uh felicia and she was like but she just said that was too black so she named me flossy and i was like as like bubblegum like flossy is funny that's serious and um yeah, and they're super sweet. All like the culture is very different. Typically, like when we go to a bar, nobody like nobody pays. Like nobody is like, "Hey, let me get everybody around to first start off." And that's kind of how it is in the UK. We okay, can bleep if well, we'll say a little bit of. Yeah. So um, yeah, after the club, and it, it's so funny too because I kept saying like I kept talking about doing this and wanted to do this, and then it, it was like. I just spoke it into existence. This is a this is a terrible thing. Don't ever do this. Um, thankfully, I was like semi smart. Obviously, not really that smart because if I was smart, I wouldn't have done that. Um, but uh, yeah, so after we came out, or we're drunk, and I had also had like some really funny encounters. Like, um, it's it's really funny because I'm a very masculine man. Obviously, I'm I'm very gay. So most of the time, people mistake me for a boy. So while while like we're out here clubbing and stuff, Noah Noah, like, hey, I gotta leave. I gotta leave and like go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. And like any like this is just one of those weird random things that will happen to me on occasion where like some dude will come over and try to pick me up. And I'm like, what? Like I literally look like a boy. Like you must be in a weird stuff or something. Um. So that happened. And like the guy tries to like kiss me. And I'm like, man, why does it have to happen? Like the one time that's not here. Obviously, I'm not going to start a fight, but I did tell him to fuck off and that, you know, he's a piece of shit and he's ugly and I would never want any of that anyway. Um, and then after after all that happened, we would go out and I was like talking. I was like, yeah, I want to do, I want to do cocaine, man. Let's do cocaine tonight. And um, yeah, you know, next thing you know, guy bumps into me. He's like, hey, man. I've been doing cocaine all night. You want some cocaine? I was like, yeah, I do. But I was also like, I don't know, like this could have fentanyl in it. This could have something in it. Like this could kill me. So how about you do it? And he's like, oh, okay. And he's kept saying, hey, you can pay $80 for this. And I was like, mm, I don't think your product is that good. And he's like, oh, really? Takes a huge fucking sniff of it. And then he's like, come over here and like pulls me and Noah into an alleyway. And like, this is, <laughs> this is the funny part. Like, 
don't do that. Don't do that. And I was like, okay. And I was like, this is kind of sketch, dude. I'm like, I know, but he's giving us free cocaine. So, yep. He was like, here, here's a sample. It, like huge pinky full and like before i could even be like what just shoves it up my nose and he's like suck i'm like okay hey. so i took a huge fucking hit of it and like could feel like the tingling and like the burning and like the drips but i didn't have like any of the side effects because i i don't think i don't think uk cocaine is very strong uh i think you need to come to the to columbia or the states to get strong cocaine um obviously chemicals and and all that stuff they they've banned a lot of the good chemicals that make it as fire as it can get um so yeah that happened and then on the way on like on on the way home i'm like i can't believe i just did that i'm like noah if i die like just you know like i don't know if i die just tell people i, I had a heart attack okay don't tell them i took cocaine from a stranger in an alleyway in soho london yo i just stand there like oh what the fuck is happening i'm just like it was happening so fast i was just like processing it i'm like yo did she actually just do that shit that's wild and then he yeah and then she we just walked away like it was nothing and just went back to the <laughs> the hostel and these other guys asked if we had weed you remember that oh yeah they're like yeah yo you guys got that good cali weed we're like, no, we don't have weed. And it was it was also really funny too because their accent was very different from a lot of the other accents I'd heard around. Um, it was like I, I don't know where they were from, but you know they would say a lot of really funny slang. Like it, it would be like, "Bruv, rest your shoulders, rest your shoulders," and I'm like, "What? What, what do you mean?" <laughs> yeah, it was a, a lot of a lot of slang that I'd never heard of, and but the accents I liked their accents probably the best that I heard you know they're African guys with very thick accents and thought that I just carry a, a pound of Cali weed in my suitcase while I'm traveling internationally yeah it's a definitely uh, a no-go for that you know I think the best part about that at the end of the night was just we we're just like walking back to the the hostel just like kind of like tipsy it was just like so fun walking around in the city kind of kind of tipsy but yeah that was probably the craziest thing that happened during the whole trip and uh yeah then after that I just remember getting back to the hostel and just passing the fuck out because <laughs> I was so tired exhausted yeah, at that point it's actually incredibly impressive because as as you know alcohol is a depressant so it's kind of like a downer so usually if you're already tired you drink alcohol you get even more tired um but not noah he was like let's go and uh yeah when we when we got back to the hotel we were like hooting hollering and we we walk in and they're like telling us to shush and you know just like telling us quiet down go to bed and we're kind of like man just like killing the vibe like come on don't be don't be so uptight and we had to be <laughs> And we had to be up like at six to do the other stuff that we wanted to do. And it was like three or something. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, part of the reason we, the other part of the reason we took this trip was because we tried to form a business. We tried to form a business with six people, six friends, and it ended in fire. It really just did not work well. Um, and that was the other thing is, we were trying to film and create vlogs for YouTube and that wasn't working well either because, it, you know, just like no, nobody wanted to listen to the ideas we wanted to bring or the, the stories we wanted to tell. It was kind of this 
one person who had this idea of I'm going to use you guys like you guys do everything I say what I say is the best thing you know I have my other sidekick here like whatever we say you guys do and we're also going to take your ideas and like when you guys tell us you have ideas we're going to deny them then we're going to take them and then we're going to say we had those ideas and it was like just a a giant ball of gaslighting and you know triangulation it was just ridiculous so yeah it was just really frustrating it's like we try to speak our ideas and what we thought was funny or how we thought it should be filmed and he's like yeah yeah okay we'll do this and then like well, we don't then the vlog come out like terrible because there's like really not any cool like different shots or anything like that or that it just didn't make sense you know it was just a bunch of random clips but yeah it just didn't work out because one guy wanted to be in control of it all and just have everyone else fall into place and it just doesn't work like that when you're trying to build a business with all your friends and just <laughs> like what you said it ended in flames yeah yeah and it, it was frustrating because uh you know there was another member in the group it didn't matter what they said or suggested then then he would just hop on it he would be like, oh yeah we should do that and um and then like you know there were other weird instances where this individual is like creepily filming another person in the group and it was like it was it was cringy it was so cringy to watch and it also was just like come on bro like we have all these great ideas and you want to sit here and creepily film. Um, so we would, we, so at, at one point we had gotten so fed up with that. We just started kind of making fun Third of it. Third day. We were like, yo, screw this. We're going to do our own thing, you know? And then we just split up and did our own thing. Then they got mad at us because they wanted to be part of the group, but they didn't want to do what we wanted to do. And they just, yeah, it's just a whole, you guys said you weren't really into the whole London trip. So why do you care what we're doing in London when we want to come here? It just makes no sense. Like when we went to the London Eye, they didn't want to come. And then that was a whole ordeal because you, your feet were hurting because you didn't have the right shoes on. Then we were trying to find the right shoes for her. And they just couldn't comprehend that just plans changed. And they were upset that they were waiting in the park for like an hour, which the London Eye takes like maybe 30, 35 minutes to come around like full circle then it took us another like 20 minutes to find shoes and they just if they were with us the whole thing would have the whole argument would have been obsolete you know what i mean just if it wouldn't existed if they just came with us and did london stuff but they just wanted to sit in a park and eat biscuits and stuff like that which is not fun yeah it was it was frustrating um but there were some like fun times where we all did come together um, like it was closer to the end, um, closer to the end of the trip of London when we all were like, okay, we'll do this together. Like we went to a market together and had a decent time looking at trinkets and little gadgets and stuff. Um, but overall, I got a Peaky Blinders hat from there. Yeah, yeah, but it it did like it it just slowly progressively, it just kept getting worse. Like. It just kept getting worse because we we're like, hey, you know, we planned all of this beforehand and now nobody wants to do the plan or you two did not put anything down that you wanted to do on the trip. So then later on, you know, come to find out that these people didn't do what they wanted to do, even though we had planned everything in advance. And um, and there were just small, like small things that just kept building up over time, like we had wanted we had wanted to rent a car and we rented a car 
And we 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 had agreed beforehand that we were going to rent a large car because we had five people. And we were as we were going to like uh, Scotland, we had we were going to have five people and we wanted to get like a van or something like that. And like as we're pre-planning this trip, you know, when we start to try to book the, the car, this person that, you know, because I'm the oldest, so, you know, I want to use my my license and all that so we don't have to pay as much. Um, but then they just decided that they didn't want to do it then and said no. And then whenever I would contact them and say, hey, let's book the car now so we get a good deal. Still a big fat no. So then we do it, do it last minute, like literally not even a few hours before we get on the the train to go to Edinburgh. And and then, yeah, and then like the car that we got was small. It was small for five people. Like you have three large Americans and one, I guess, normal sized person. And like, you know, I'm, I'm short, but I'm very wide. So, um, that was just, it was a nightmare. I was like, I cannot stand being crunched in the back seat, like no arm room, no leg room, no, like you could not fit comfortably. And I was like, that for me was a tipping point. I was enraged. Every time I got in that car, I was enraged. I wanted to burn it down. I wanted to sink it. I was like, this is preposterous. Like, how dare you, you know? Um, and I just felt like it was a selfish move because obviously this one person knew that they were going to be kind of the only one driving. So it's like, if you're in the front seat, it's okay. But in the back, it's just, it's too crunched, too crunched. Yeah, it was really cramped. And then there's three of us in the back and one like the person in the middle didn't really have a real seat it was just a hump so it's like really not made for five people but yeah that was towards the beginning of the scotland leg of the trip but you've you forgot to mention that we went to uh abbey road where the beatles for the famous uh album cover is and we went to the shard which is like the largest building in london and it just got finished in like 2013 something like that and we also went to Fortnum, Mason, the tea place. Yeah. And but yeah, but like all of so when we went to all of these places, uh almost all of them we went with the group. It was like bickering and arguing and like you just tension the whole time like. Yeah. And oh, you know my favorite part was that I was the only one to bring an um, an umbrella the whole trip. So I was all walking around with an umbrella. It started to rain on and off. So like I would like open up my umbrella being all fancy like and everyone else is like hey can i come under your umbrella i was like why don't you just buy your own umbrella and they're like why well, i don't want one it's like i'm not holding it under for four of us walking down the city just go get your own and then finally it started raining like really heavy and then finally they just went went and got their own and i was like oh my god this is such a relief i don't got a umbrella duties i don't know that that part frustrated me so much and gave me so much joy. It's like when everyone was getting wet, I was dry. You know, I'm glad I brought it. And they're giving me shit because I brought it. I was like, well, half the weather in London and Scotland is fucking rain, so why not be prepared? Yeah, I thought it was hilarious because I see, like, when Noah arrives, I see him carrying a little wheelie bag that says, like, um, central main power on it. And I'm like, bro, this looks like your office bag. What is in here? And he's like, oh yeah, I borrowed it from my dad. And it's like... I well, like... I thought, because you remember in uh, Iceland, I had that giant suitcase. Then this one was a little smaller. So I was like, this one was going to be better. <laughs> 
that giant suitcase in the RV in the bathroom just falling over all the place. <laughs> Shaking in the bathroom. <laughs> I learned and I brought a smaller one. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. He had a massive one. That was it was hilarious. And yeah, and I, I kept making fun of him in Iceland for that. I was like, Bro, you brought the biggest bag. Even Melody <laughs> didn't bring the biggest bag you did. And um yeah and But I did forget my uh shower. That's shoes, right. So. Ayo, buddy, ayo. After yeah, after after that is like you know, he pulls up with the little wheelie bag and an umbrella that also says like central main power on it. And uh, and I thought it was the funniest thing. I was like, I was like, nobody else brought an umbrella. He's like, nope, just me. And I kept telling him too. I was like, bring an umbrella, bring an umbrella. I also forgot to bring my own umbrella. So I thought that was really funny that I'm like yelling at him, bring a damn umbrella. And I forgot my own. Oh my God. That is the funniest thing. So it's like whatever he forgets, like I so, like it, it. We like equal out each other, you know. So he'll, I'll forget my umbrella after I've told him thirty times, and then he'll forget something else. So in this case, shower shoes, which are <laughs> very, very important if you're gonna be in hostels. Don't want foot fungus or any other nasty thing. So he's like, "Oh, you brought some. Can I borrow yours?" And I laughed at things. him. Because, like, he's a giant <laughs> compared to me. He's got, like, size 13 feet. And I'm, like, a size 8. And it was the funniest thing. And I was like, all right, bro, I got you. Here you go. And, like, the, his, like heels I'm hanging off. His fucking toes are hanging off. And he's like, don't worry, I'll lift them up. Oh, like, man. That's so classic. So fucking hilarious. Yeah. And um, the other thing that happened, like we like once Noah and I kind of understood what was going to go on for the rest of the trip, we were like, all right, let's kind of stick together. Obviously, maybe it'll be a little bit better when the other member comes because it'll be like a buffer for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely was a buffer. Like, yo, but I just forgot we did the O2 center and we climbed up on there with the harnesses and all that during the a lightning storm and we almost got struck by lightning. And oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. We were like halfway up there, and the instructor's like, "Hey, not to uh, alarm anyone, but there's lightning, so we might not be able to stay up on the deck for that long." So we're like, oh, "Okay, no worries." So we get up there for like I don't know, like two, three minutes, and she's like, "Everyone, we gotta go. It's lightning outside." And she and we're like, "Oh my god!" It's like we're on this metal platform up top, and we're like, "We don't want to get struck." And then we just start climbing down the O2 building again, and uh, yeah, and it started pouring rain and all that. It was it was like it was like something out of a movie because it was like overcast, but then it it slowly became like black, dark, thick clouds. And it, it was it was so intense, but it was also hilarious because it was also that was one of my favorite things that we did while we were in London, because once again, we had offered we were like, hey, guys, we're going to go climb the O2 building. You guys want to come like it's something it's something fun. It's, you know, like it's it's physical. And they both were like, no, no. And I was like, all right. So Noah was like, yeah, let's do it. And inside of it was like a mall and they hold like. Um, concerts and everything and it was like super... it was like a hotel too i think yeah and it was like very bouncy even walking up it was so much fun because it, it was you could easily bounce but they were like don't do that because 
you know, you'll make people fall down. We're like, oh. They're yelling at us not to bounce, but it's like you wanted to bounce. Yeah, and um, and it was it. You got on top of that thing, and you could see for a few miles, like, and um, and then like out of nowhere, it was like a snap, boom. You hear the lightning from the distance. You see it, and like it's kind of far out. And then all of a sudden, you like blink your eyes, and it's like right in your face. And everyone was scrambling because they were like petrified. And we literally made it halfway, and like there was a couple drops here and there. And then all of a sudden, we make it halfway. And it was like someone opened the floodgates. It started pouring and like everyone's like trying to go down even faster. And like the worst part about it was that once you climb down the O2, you have to turn around and go backwards down the, the O2 because it's so steep. So we, you know, we climbed up the forward and then we had to go down backward. And, and that just took some time because the little clip would get stuck on the things and but it was one of my favorite things because we got down, everyone's running, we're all drenched. And I have like some really fun video footage of it as well. And it was like an adventure. Like that was the whole thing. I was like, dude, this is this is the adventure I want. When I think about the word adventure or travel, this is the thing I think about. And I, I it was awesome. And I, um, towards the end, I actually stole a carabiner. So they have these massive carabiners for legit climbing and i was like this thing is so neat so cool i've never seen one i want it so i did i took it and put it in my bag and then they offered us a refund or no not a refund but to come back a next day because we didn't get uh the whole trip and we we kind of just laughed at them we're like bro we're leaving like tomorrow so this ain't gonna work um, and then after that, we went into the O2 building and like looked around the shops. We went and got food. And then I, I lost the giant carabiner in the bathroom. I remember exactly where I put it. And I just forgot to take it with me. And I was looking for it when I got home. I was like, damn, I was like, that thing was so freaking cool. And Noah didn't believe me that I was going to steal it. She's a klepto. She just takes anything that she thinks is cool. Yeah, we didn't stay very long in in London. We stayed maybe like four days, maybe four or five days. And once we got on the on the train, it was the same thing. It was like everybody, like the two the two little groups were like pissed off at each other. So like Noah and I are both sitting together and then the other two were sitting together and they're like, hey, come sit with us. Hey. And like, we're just like infuriated because it's like, no, like you have made it so clear that you don't want to. You don't you don't want to work with us or acknowledge anything. There's only one person in this trip that you're willing to acknowledge and help out and like say that's a great idea too and it's not either of us. So Right. And yeah, oh you forgot to mention we went to um Buckingham Palace and we saw the guards change. Yeah, that one was that was a challenge cuz it was raining. That was kind of Yeah, I was kind of sorry to cut you off. It was kind of a bust because it was like, like you said, it was raining and they didn't really do the whole like changing of the guards how you usually would see it. It's just they went over there, saluted each other, then walked off, and that was it. They're like, oh man, this kind of sucked. But yeah. And I was, I was upset that nobody wanted to do tea time with me, so um, I did end up doing tea time by myself. And guess what? It was the greatest experience ever. I felt like I was in downtown Abbey. I felt like I was a rich girl. 
pretty much ate everything they gave me. And whatever I didn't eat, I was like, I'll take this back. Someone might want it. And I did. They were like, and it was so funny too, because uh, the people were like, they were like, we're so sorry that you're alone. Oh no. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm having a blast. Go give me some more crumpets, you know? Like, give me some more tea, boy. Don't, don't stay here and talk to me. Go. It was awesome. Yeah. But it, it, and they had like a platter of like mini sandwiches and like little, little pastries. And I'm a fat girl. So I'm a fat girl at heart. I was like, give me all of it. I do not care right now. And, um, so I ended up actually doing tea time in Scotland. Um, but it was, yeah, it, it was okay. Like, I liked seeing everything that London had to offer. Um, I, like I said, I got sick towards like toward kind of towards like the end of the the london trip and i was like i was not having a i was just exhausted and sick all at once and trying to travel i was like this is brutal for me right now this is the end of the london part of the trip so this would be a london uh scotland trip part one so uh stay tuned for london scotland trip part two and with that Tamia, are you done being crazy? You wish I was done being crazy, but I will never be done being crazy. Because I am that black bitch. Uh-huh. You're that bitch. And with that, roll the outro music. <laughs>